Robert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 185 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor and Damon. What's up, guys? It's getting close to 200. Yeah, feels like it, at least. Getting there. Yeah, yeah. We're almost 15 there. more episodes. Yeah, it feels like it's closer. Yeah. Yeah, it's we're creeping up there slowly, right? <laughs> I look. At, it's funny too because I look at some podcasts that like started after us and they're on like episode like four hundred, and I'm like, how? <laughs> like, how do you do? Dude, that? No one's listening to that much of us, though. That's, that's too, too much. That's too much. Welcome home. I, I agree, yeah. and, and I agree. And, and also think of it this way: you know, if they're doing like you know twenty minute episodes multiple times a week, yeah, yeah there'll be more episodes. But you know, one hundred eighty five episodes at you know. On average, an hour and a half. That's well, yeah. Well, <laughs> plus the lot. first the first couple of years we did this, we did every other week. So you know, yeah, we were yeah, only the doing good, the good old days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we were only doing twenty six episodes a year, right? We so. just we we missed out on too much news that way, unfortunately. We did, yeah. and then it ended up being too bloated when we went to go and do like the episode. Like there was just too much to talk about, you know. So. I think this is better format. People always ask me all the time, though, how do you talk about Disney every week? I'm like, dude, there's way more stuff than you think. Like, there's a lot to talk about every week. But they're like, but there's no new rides. Like, yeah, but there's still a lot to talk it's, about. It's not just rides. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I just had this conversation with friends. I had dinner with friends last week and we were talking about the podcast. And there's the same thing. There's like, there's like that much to talk about every week. And I'm like, listen, there's like a reason why there's like a hundred Disney podcasts because there's a lot to talk about. It's not just like a, a, a simple, straightforward topic, right? Like, and, and, you know, some people, some shows do like the, the, the shows that are like evergreen where, you know, you can listen to it anytime because they're topic based or, you know, whatever. But like, you run out of topics eventually, right? Like, you do. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so for us, like, this is why we've always kind of talked about things that are going on now as opposed to, you know, how to plan your first Disney vacation. Like, that's great and all for a lot of people. It's just not what we want to do. So, yeah. No. So I'm I'm going to be at Disney next weekend, so I won't yep. be on the show. Wait, you're going to yeah, be on so the we, show? Wait, what? Oh, you're not going to be on the show. Yeah, well. I'm not going to be on the show. I thought you just said, so I'm going to be on the show. It's like, you are? Absolutely <laughs> not. No, I am not. Hey, listen, if, it was, if there was a phone app, I probably would be. But Tom won't pony up for some sort of phone app uh, recording software. So here we are. Well, well hold on a second. <laughs> it's not that I won't pony up. It's that it doesn't exist. It's like this is a problem yeah. in the podcasting industry. It's a No, I it, think it exists now. We would just have to move, I think. I, I mean, I've looked around at different podcast recording solutions, and there's there's not a lot of options. That, like We could do a Zoom call, and you could call into yeah. that, I guess. But like that's going to be terrible quality, right? Like, yeah, like I, yeah, like I said, you, you could do like Zoom or Teams to yeah. do that. But yeah, it's, it's not what we want to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't want bad quality. I'd rather have no you than bad quality you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's important. Uh, so anyway, go ahead. Talk, talk more. Yeah, so I think we, we we decided to do what, I don't know, somebody suggested just do a Disney Springs hotel the day before. So that's what we're doing. And actually, there wasn't a lot. It was either going to be like we spent $200 or we spent $700. There was not anything really in between. So we opted for the $200. I think we're at the double tree, I feel like. So wait, you're going a day earlier now? You're you're driving well, down it, a day it earlier? Didn't, yeah. it, the, 
the thing is, we're not doing anything, but because it's a, you know, eight and a half that turns into 10 hour drive, yeah. like, am I going to get up Saturday morning at six o'clock, get to the parks at probably six o'clock again? No, I don't want to yeah, do yeah. that. I get that. Right. Get That's that. too much effort, especially since I have tickets all day. So it was like, all right, well, I, you know, figure what the tickets for the day, five people are probably $500 worth of tickets versus a $200 room. So we did the $200 room. So we'll be there the night before. The next day, we're going to go to Epcot. I think it's Epcot Hollywood Studios, Epcot Hollywood Studios. I think that's what we're doing. Yeah, listen, I, I get that because like we, I prefer to have a travel only day and to like start fresh the next day and have like a full park day. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's yeah, like, I mean, yeah, that's an ideal situation, I think. You know, I don't envision us going to the parks early because again, I'm not getting stuck in any sort of big rope drop line. And, you know, our goal is four rides. That's it. I don't actually care if I get on anything else except four rides because we are doing Moonlight Magic at the water parks, which is great. So, you know, I don't even care, actually, if we get on all four of the rides, to be honest with you. Like, if I don't get on Guardians of the Galaxy, I don't really care. So it will be fine. We're going to take it super slow. It's going to be a totally different type of vacation for us. And I think that will be the interesting part, right? I've never not gotten up for park openings ever. So wow. we're, we're going to see how this flips and we might try to stay later with being able to sleep in, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, go ahead, it, it, you're right. It's, it is totally a different pace and a different feel to yeah. the trip. But like this, this is how we do our trips and, and yeah, because you know, we don't, for us, it's, it's even earlier to get up for rope drop. So I, yeah, I think you'll find that uh, going later into the evening is far more tolerable. No now. dining reservations, nothing, yeah, not a single too. one. Yeah, I, I actually like that. I mean, I, the past couple short trips my wife and I have done, we we did we haven't done dining reservations at all. I I want to keep this trip as inexpensive as possible because tickets were paid for three years ago, DVC points. So that's kind of our plan here. So I am going to. I have to leave early because I have to do a lot of stuff before we get right in the ship. I'm going to not only go, I'm going to go through the whole thing. I'm going to go through it all. And then you can hear what Tom and, and Trevor have to say. How's that? Oh, wait, you're going to go through the whole, yeah. like, I'm going down the whole show. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Do it. Right. So it's like a preview <laughs> of the show, but, but, but in my format, but really quickly, are, are you meeting up with listeners during this trip? I've seen you like communicating. I think Charles is like, going. Yeah. I don't I know if the- Becky will be there. I'm not sure. Like I'm playing yeah. it so low key that, yeah, I mean, if people are there, that's cool. Right. And if they're not, that's cool. Right. Like it's just, I, listen, no disrespect. I'm not going out of my way, but if people are there, like I'll say what's up. But I think Charles, I'll, I'll see because we have pretty much the same itinerary. He'll be there when I'm there. So I think we'll, we'll see Charles a few times. I'm sure. It seemed like Becky was going to be there too. And I'm sure there's other listeners that will be. Yeah, there. probably. I've got, the other thing is, is that we're also next. So when this show comes out, we'll be planning our June trip for the next year. That's that one where we're doing all three bedrooms with another oh, yeah. family. So we're going to plan that one. So I'll have a lot to talk about there. So, all right. I'm going through listener questions. I'm going to keep, keep them at a very high level, though. So Francisco's is kind of cool, right? Move resale points to Value Resort, but add 10 years. Nope, not doing it. Travel back in time to Disney Parks, River Country. Split stay with children. Doesn't matter. Sure. Uh, favorite park merchandise. Don't have any. That makes you smile. Let's see. Keep up the banter. Oh, yeah. See, this one actually was interesting, and I I wish I could have gotten into this more because my mom had the same problem. So they're saying your Disney Plus login is tied to DVC account. Like, it is and it isn't. Like, 
my mom w- was telling me that like she couldn't log in after she changed like we couldn't log into Disney Plus after she changed her DVC account but then I was able to set them both separately and log into both of them separately but I believe her as well so having someone else that has the same issue is kind of interesting uh, and then they're going to do the ad and let's see <laughs> D23 stuff don't it's care where we used don't to do care, the rapid fire stuff you know care, don't care <laughs> Don't it's a care, slow news week. What about the wait? Yep. What about the boardwalk deli menu though? Like I'm not even there yet. Let me get there. Hold okay. on. Concept art for Journey of Water Attraction. I'm like a water guy, right? Yeah, like so, this is it. super yeah. cool to me. Yeah. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> um, yeah, boardwalk deli menu. Dude, th- there's not a full menu though. That's the problem. There's just it's the like, pictures. Yeah, th- and there's like it's a pseudo menu. So like there's a muffaletta, which is like awesome. Yeah, but it's a veggie one, and I'm hopeful that there's also a non veggie one. And the egg sandwiches, I don't see Taylor ham. I hope there is a Taylor ham. I don't. But know. outside of that, it looks okay. But even the, the see, the veggie muffaletta is tough because it doesn't look very packed. But again, it's veggie, so I can't really tell. What I don't like the, cannolis, uh, which I see, is crazy. Yeah, like a, see, I love can a you, cannoli, can you especially filled that? to order. Like, filled to order. Yeah, like, yeah that's super amazing. Italian. Just don't love cannolis, though. They got some um, crumb cake though. They got some. Uh, some nope, I hate cake. crumb cake too. What? <laughs> so the the, the cream puff though is where I would say I'm, right, I'm definitely right. on for a cream puff. Yeah, they don't Dude, have the show. Up. The show is short today. That's it. Folks. We have very That's... few topics today. It is it is yep. a slow news week. <laughs> well, welcome to summer, folks. This is this is what it is. Well, until until D23. That's what yeah. I think it is. I think they're holding all the big stuff till D23 since it's so close now. So like we're gonna have some small stuff here and there for the next yep. six weeks, and then. Yeah, all the big stuff. Yes, yeah, so I'll, I'll see you guys in two weeks, man. All right, man. Yeah, have have fun on your trip. Enjoy. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, you post some stuff uh, on the on the on Facebook. I, I'm excited for you to go on some of these rides, even though I know you're not excited for really any of them. But ex- at least for I'm, for for Mickey and Minnie's and uh, and and uh, Rise of the Resistance, I think those are your both. Yeah, it's going to come down to like. I mean, I, I guess the other thing is like, are they on Genie Plus? I know nothing about Genie Plus. I'm going to have to like that drive down. I'm going to inundate yeah, yeah. myself. Yeah, yeah. Are yeah. they on Genie Plus or not? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, so the only thing know. not on the yeah. only thing not on Genie Plus is what um, Guardians, right? Rise oh. and Guardians are both Lightning Lane. I thought. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Okay. So for the other ones, I guess with Genie Plus, those days probably only Genie, and you can Genie Plus, you can buy that in the morning, right? Yeah, yeah. You can buy that in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably buy it one day at Epcot, one day at Hollywood Studios, and maybe Lightning Lane, Rise, and Guardians is my guess. Um, that makes sense. Well, I'm that's, trying to look because they temporarily moved some to Genie Plus and it was till sometime in August, but I don't remember when. So, <laughs> so now, yeah. yeah, yeah, but it was, I, I think Rise of the Resistance is still like an individual purchase one. And then, um, Wait, is it virtual queue or individual purchase? Yeah. No, it's, it's standby now. It's standby. There's no more virtual oh, queue I, for that. Yeah. Really? I thought that they were still doing virtual queue for that. Only, Wait, only if it, it gets super busy, they do it. Yeah. So it's standby or lightning lane. That's it. That's yeah, pretty, goofy. Mu- pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but the standby is not that bad. I mean, if I well, you're not rope dropping, but um, I'm not rope dropping. Like, dude, I may not even be on Rise right. then. Like, okay, I have well. no interest to. I, like, I'll pay for Guardians. I feel like, but I'm not paying for Rise, and I'm not standbying a lot. There's no way. No way. Well, so okay, so until August seventh, <laughs> right? I'll be there. At, I'll, I'll be there the sixth. Yeah. So until August seventh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is part of regular Genie Plus. And not an individual, but right, Rise of the Resistance is the only one in Hollywood Studios that's an individual purchase one. So okay, so Rise is either it's Rise is really only standby or purchase. 
Yeah, stand by your purchase. Yeah. Okay, and Mickey and Minnie's will be the same when I'm there. Until like well, yeah, because what, what, what is until what is yeah. until mean though? Until I so you're saying is it inclusive I, I of August seventh? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> good, yeah, go ahead, Trevor. Yeah, I would assume it would it'll change August seventh. So yeah, that's yeah, and that's the day that we'll be there. So. You know what though? Truthfully, like we we got in line for Mickey Minis at a you know at one point and it wasn't. We waited like a half hour for it. Like you can you can get online at that's, a at, that's at a decent time. fine. But yeah. again, like this trip, I am definitely if if there's anything that's over an hour, I'm out. Like I, there's no if ands or buts because I'm listen. I, my kids going to school after that. I'm not trying to get coveted up. So any ride line, I'm masking up. Outside of ride lines, I probably won't. But if I'm on a ride line, I'm just not having those discussions with people being too close. Like, I just don't even want to get into I'm just going to mask up. The kids are going to mask up. They're going to be miserable. So we'll be miserable for an hour, but I'm not trying to mask up for more than an hour on a line. That's just not happening. I I think you're really going to want to consider the evening stuff for a lot of this because that's well, how that's what i'm going to shoot for yeah, like is you know wait till like close to park close and yeah. then a lot of these things will open up that's that, what my friend always yeah. said like they always go and like shut it down and they're always like dude if you shut it down like you can get on anything you want that's totally true yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's totally true yeah and my no, kids I mean, are up all the time late so there's like why not just do that like even my daughter my daughter's 12 now uh, yeah what time did you go to bed last night uh we were playing ping pong till like one <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. so I'm the only problem. So I will just knuckle up for this trip. Yeah. So listen, though, like, I, if I, if I were you, I mean, you can do virtual queue for free for you know guardians. It's just start what rise of the resistance that you either need to pay for or or go in the standby line. So I mean, I think what we'll do is we'll we'll go to the both parks the first days, like. The first, because we're literally doing Epcot Hollywood, Epcot Hollywood, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think the Epcot Hollywood, the first two days, I won't pay for anything and I'll just see what happens. Yeah. And then if I need to pay, then I'll pay the next two days. It's kind of what my plan is. That makes sense. That's a good plan. Feel it out, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Because again, if I got on none of those four rides, like it is what it is. Like I'm going again in June, like next year. Like I don't care that much. Yeah. That makes sense. And the people that we're going with in June, I'm sure that they're listening and this is not a knock, but my feeling is, (laughs) is that you're going to be people that want to do everything. So if this trip is nothing and that trip is everything, that's okay too. All right. Nice. All right, fellas. Good shot. Good shot. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Enjoy, enjoy your trip. Safe travels. We hope you have a good time. All right. right. Later, Damon. All right. Okay. <laughs> Shall Let's we get into the show this over again? Let's re- rewind yeah. it back to where we were in the beginning yeah. here. Um, okay. So, so listener questions. Let's uh, let's I guess just jump into it. Um, Francisco says, if Disney moved all resale value, all resale points to value resorts only, but added ten years to existing contracts, would you keep the resale contracts you currently have, sell, or purchase more? If you were to keep, which resort would you select as your new home resort? So this is uh, only resale contracts. He's saying so, right? So if you yeah. have a direct con- contract, you're still staying at the deluxe resorts. If you're if you have a resale, now you're value resort only. Okay, I, I wouldn't take that deal, but. I, w- I mean, if it was a choice, but if it was, if they forced me to do it, I'd probably sell my resale contracts and then buy some more direct contracts. 
I feel like that's the allure of DVC, right? Is staying at these yeah. deluxe accommodations. It's no offense to the value resorts. I mean, I've st- I, before we bought DVC, we only stayed in value resorts and they were fine. You know, like yeah, you're not in your room you most of the time anyway. <laughs> yeah, because you were paying for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. It, you know, thinking about my situation is, you know, I, I have basically half of my points in in resale and half of direct purchase. So if I suddenly lost half of my points direct, um, or not lost, but like you know, couldn't use them at at the Polynesian, um, that makes it a lot harder because you know the way we travel. I'm basically going staying at the Polynesian once every two years. Yeah. But I guess it also works the same way that, you know, it may, it may end up being that I'm alternating between staying at a Valley resort and then staying at the Polynesian once every other year. So I guess it would, I guess I could keep it. I, I, I wouldn't say I would sell it right away. I think I would try and, you know, I would feel it out and see how it's working. And if I found that it wasn't working for how we were doing trips, then yeah, I like you, I, I would get rid of it and, probably look at some more direct points so that I could keep doing what I want to do. Um, if though I was to keep that one, I think the resort I would pick would be art of animation for value resort. And that's entirely because that's the only one with uh, skyliner. Fair. That's, yeah. I feel like I would be, well, you know, well, no, the, I think uh, it's not the only one, right? Cause it's art of animation and um, Caribbean's uh, a moderate though. No, no, no. I'm not thinking of Caribbean. It's, um, why am I blanking on the name of the resort? Pop Century. Yeah, Pop Century has access too. Oh so, well, I but it, it's all like the same. It's the same area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I yeah I but the the actual um, Skyliner um, connector is at Art of Animation though, right? It's I think it's like in between the two. Like it's it's oh. like in the middle of that lake that kind of separates them, right? So yeah. I mean, okay. I think well, you could do either one. I, yeah, I, yeah, I'd I'd still pick Art of Animation because I I would still yeah, yeah yeah knowing the two resorts, I would like that one better than Pop Century. Yeah, I you know honestly, I think I would be more okay with this if it was like a moderate conversation because there are there's a couple moderate resorts that are not all that far off from Deluxe, right? Like mm-hmm. I I haven't stayed in the in the um in the in the uh, tower over at um uh, Coronado, but I've heard it's basically a Deluxe resort, right? Like, so I'd be kind of okay with doing a moderate. I mean, I've also always wanted to stay at like uh, Port Orleans. I've never stayed there and always wanted to. It's like one of the few that's, you know, on my list that I never have gotten to do. Um, But, you know, I mean, I think going value is too low. And even at because like the years don't matter that much to me. Right. It's a it's a 50 year contract. I'm you know, who knows if I'm even going to live long enough for the 50 years that I have the contract for, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So. Yeah. That, that, that's kind of the thing is, you know, saying, Oh, you get 10 more years. Well, I mean, yeah, I, that, when we're that far along is 10 years going to matter that much. I, guess. I think, it, I like, think you make it more appealing. If you say, instead of adding years that you cut the dues in half, right? Like let's say you yeah. cut the dues in half, then I'm maybe on board, right? Maybe, but probably not. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would agree with that. It's yeah. Th- that's the thing is, you know, I, I didn't even think about that part is, you, you know, depend that, that all f- um, factors into, you know, would it work for me or not? If, if the dues were close to what I'm paying now, but I'm paying for a value resort, I would, yeah, yeah be, I would really be rethinking it because honestly, for the amount of dues that I pay, it does equate to the same as staying at a value resort. 
Exactly. So exactly. <laughs> it, that's exactly right. Yeah. So that's that's kind of my feeling on this too. So yeah, I, I mean, it's an interesting conversation though. Don't get me wrong. I I, I mm-hmm. like I like it as a conversation. <laughs> um, but you know, obviously, this is not something that could happen because you know there's all sorts of legal things that are involved there, and it just I just don't see that happening. Um, but you know, it's it is an interesting idea. So. Yeah. Let me see here. Yeah. So I'm just pu- I just pulled out the map just to confirm because I don't like to say wrong things on the show. Um, yeah. So the Skylander Station sits on the lake in between Art of Animation and Pop Century. So. Oh, okay. Well, originally, you know, Art of Animation was supposed to be an extension of Pop Century. It was supposed to be a decades resort, right? So, or uh, supposed to be part of the legendary years section. So that's that's what it was. Okay. It was some, yeah. It was some like the early decades. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, it's yeah, that, that uh yeah, th- this is yeah, I I can't imagine Disney would ever pull something like this on us to say no, yeah. sorry, value people get out. Um <laughs> that's um but yeah, it's it's an interesting uh, like thing. I said I yeah, it it is interesting and yeah, it it really comes down to um and, and, and you know, we've had this conversation before is I'm thinking about it from what works for me right now. And even in five years, I think if we had the same conversation, I might think totally different about it. Yeah, maybe. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah. It's, it's hard to say. <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. So let's see what else we got here. We got Vicky says, if you could travel back in time in Disney parks, where and when would it be? Mine would be Disneyland on a weekday, October 1995. Nearly all walk-on rides, great spooky weather, decent price food at uh, Casa Mexicana, RIP, and Big Thunder Ranch Barbecue, RIP as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I feel you there, Vicky. Um, okay, where where would I go to? Actually, yeah, I want to go. You, yeah, yeah, go go first, Tom. <laughs> I see. I'm I want to go back to the days of Mr. Toad's Wild Ride and Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea at Magic Kingdom. That's where I want to go back to. I want to go back to both of those things and ride both of those things. Uh, that's yeah. That's that's probably where I would go back to. Okay. Um, I I think like Vicky, I would, I would go back to Disneyland, but I wouldn't go to October, 1995. I'd probably actually go closer to like 1989 Ooh. kind of area. Um, I'm thinking back cause we actually, we did a trip there in uh, March of 1989 and it was like, you know, Splash Mountain was still fairly new. I believe they've Star sorry, Tours at that point or that the Star Tours wasn't until later, right? No. Uh, yeah, Star Tours was a little bit later than that, but the thing was the the and I may be mixing this up with the because I, I took two trips in the eighties and obviously I was I was pretty young for both of them, but I think the People Mover was still open, and I think or no the the um, the Skyliner in Disneyland was not open. Okay, but yeah, like I but that's kind of that's where I would like to go back to is like that that. 80s kind of feel where you know there there was still a lot of those um older attractions that uh that unfortunately disneyland has not seen for decades now so 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 star tours was 87 at disneyland okay so so, all right yeah then i guess we did do it in 89 
You also had an 86 uh, Captain EO was was open at that point, too. I don't know yeah. if it was continued into 89, but... Oh, yeah, it was there. I, yeah. I remember seeing Captain EO. Oh, yeah, it was EO. the late 90s. Yeah, late 90s. I, I, I actually saw Captain EO at Disney World in the early 2000s because um, it was it, it played in Disney World for a little while at Epcot. Yeah, the so. uh, the Imagination Pavilion, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the theater that's right there that just kind of has a rotating uh, group of stuff. And it, I mean... It, it was wasn't it the same theater where they had uh, Honey I Shrunk the Audience at one point? Yes, right. yeah, right. I'm pretty sure you're right about that. Yeah, that's that theater's had a lot of different stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so but yeah, I mean, like, listen, I I still to this day, you know, think Captain EO is one of the weirdest things I've ever seen, but it is enjoyable. It, um, good. It 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 follows. It, it's Jim Henson, is what it is. Yeah, yeah like it, yeah. it's. it's same realm of like everything you, you know dark crystal never ending yeah. story labyrinth like it's it, to me it was it was just all in line with that kind of stuff and and i mean you know the fact you know michael jackson was insanely big at that point oh of course yeah it was just like okay like this is <laughs> this is this is normal this is fine <laughs> well but you know i think i i think it's michael jackson's the weird part of it right like the rest of it is not weird to me is right like the, like the muppet pieces are fine like it's it's that michael jackson saves the universe with his dancing you know like it's just see weird. that I, I i never questioned that you never I, well I, yeah I, but why i mean it's just weird <laughs> probably because i watched moonwalker yeah okay that's fair that's, <laughs> <laughs> It's just a weird thing to see at a Disney park, right? That's all I'm saying. Like, but well, yeah, I, t- in my in my head canon, it it all it all made sense because it all played together into yeah, you know that era. Like like I said, you know, I remember watching Moonwalker. You know, you know that was that was like a, a compilation of of a bunch of videos for, for Michael Jackson stuff with some narrative in between and stuff and. Yeah, it just, I, I feel like it was just everything was all tied together, even though now that you're pointing it out, you're right. It, it wasn't. It was just very much like a, here, here's a random, like, short story based on, yeah. you know, the shit from Alien, but Michael Jackson's dancing, right? Yeah, it's just, it's just <laughs> Even, like, the villain in it is just weird. Too. The whole thing is, and, like, the end of it just turns into a music video, basically. It's just, it's just, a yeah, strange, well, I mean, it, it had to. Contract. I mean, it, it, yeah. it, it had to. It, it absolutely had to. But, uh, yeah. But, but by the yeah, way, I did I, confirm Honey, I Shrunk the Audience was, was in that theater beforehand. So, yes, it was. Yeah. Before Captain EO. Captain EO replaced mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, Captain vividly EO came back temporarily. That. Yeah, I, I vividly remember Honey, I Shrunk the Audience from when I was a kid. Like, I, I really remember I, that show. I remember it, too, because I, I saw it in 2003 when I was on my honeymoon. And oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it was it was one of those. Um, it, it reminded me of, like, Tough to be a Bug. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Some of the, it had some similar, like, 4D effects going on. In the theater, yeah, I like see that. it more as like Philhar Magic at this point, right? It's like that same kind of. It's 3D. They spray water at you. They spray air at you. You know, like that kind of deal. Well, there was also the mice moving under the the seats. Yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah. There's that too. Yeah. yeah. Although that theater too is is fairly unique in that the floor can move, like the floor can like bounce mm-hmm. and stuff, which is stuff that they you know which they actually will use for some of the shorts that they have in there. Um, yeah, it's a it's a, it's a theater that like shakes and rocks and does all sorts of weird stuff so 
Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't been in that theater in a little while, though. I, I think right now there's like shorts in there, I want to say. But yeah, I could I, be wrong. I realize I, I don't even go over there anymore because we like we usually just go like, like what we did when we went in May. It was like we go on Figment and then we usually leave that building right away or we go up to the lounge. Go up to the lounge. So it's yeah. like so it's like I never like I, I always seem to forget that there is a theater like right there <laughs> right there yeah yeah that's yeah it, it is it is kind of just over there by itself it is easy to kind of walk past it but yeah i'm sure there's some people that uh that's that are are you know big fans of of that theater and and what's in there i mean last time i remember there were pixar shorts in there but i don't know if that's what's in there right now i i'm i'm blanking on what's in there right now or if there's even anything in there right now hmm yeah yeah, anyway, we anyway, yeah. <laughs> let's let's keep going. Um, yeah, so Francisco's next question for us is uh, split stays with young children, yay or nay? Um, I don't know how to answer this one because I've never I've never done split stays with young children. I did I did a split stay with my son when he was like nine. Um, it seemed okay. But I, yeah, I guess, you know, with younger children, you have to pack everything up. It's, you know, it's a lot more, it's a lot more production to move, I guess. So um, I, I guess for myself, I never would have done that. So I, I would say a nay, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't have enough experience with it to say if it's easy or not. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, I, for me, I probably, and I, I mean, as a, a father of a four-year-old, I guess I'm qualified to answer this question. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I mean, I guess I don't think it would be that big of a deal if I was doing just one change, like in the middle of a, of a long vacation. Um, you know, especially like if I had a break day, oh, this reminds me, by the way, I'm going to bring this up right now, even though this is not what we're talking about at all. Um, <laughs> so my daughter, uh, you know, we watch, I think I've talked about this before, right? Like we've, we've watched, uh, you know, YouTube videos of like, uh, of fireworks and parades and some of the Disney rides and stuff like that. Right. And I just kind of let it play to whatever the next video was. And the next video was of, uh, of a vlogger doing, a tour of the Peppa Pig land over at Legoland. <laughs> and now my daughter wants to go to Peppa Pig land. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. Trust me. Right. So I, you know, I, I kind of looked at my wife and I was like, you know, we have a couple days off during this vacation. Like we have some planned days off that we were just going to pool day, but you can only stay in the pool for so long. Right. And watching this video is like, okay, there's like four rides here and the rest is just kind of like, like shows and just like, you know, interactive stuff. Like, we could probably do it in an afternoon and we're going to have a car so we could just drive over there, you know? So now I think we're going to go to Peppa Pig land <laughs> as okay. part of our vacation, which is fine. I mean, you know, whatever, but I mean, it's not oh. something I was expecting on doing. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll admit. Uh, so I, I have a younger niece, so I'm, I'm aware of Peppa Pig Yeah, and I'm kind of glad I missed that. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, the, I mean, the, the little bits that I've watched, I'm kind of like, okay, this is, yeah. By the standards of some of the things she's wa- she watches, it's not the worst, 
right? Like, you know, I, I rank like some of the different kids shows she watches. Some are like, I enjoy to watch with her. There are some mm-hmm. that are tolerable and there are some that I'm just, I can't deal with anymore. Right. So like the can't deal with category is like, I don't know if you heard of Coco Melon, but Coco Melon's a big thing. I've can't, heard of that one. Yeah. Can't do Coco Melon. Hate it with a passion. Tired of it. Like Paw Patrol, I'm just kind of okay with. Like she can watch Paw Patrol. Peppa Pig is in the tolerable category, right? Like I'm okay with mm-hmm. it. It's fine. Now, like the the land, like the the little park that they have looks like you know it looks cute, and you know it's thirty five bucks a ticket, which isn't cheap, but it's not expensive either. Um, and it's it's um they're only open from like nine to five every day though, so like you know it's kind of we kind of have a small window to be able to go do it but you know i can't imagine it's going to take that long to go through the whole thing so and it's like whole it's completely separate from legoland it's its own it's its own like park basically so so anyway that's the Hmm. thing that i'm going to be doing now (laughs) yeah i think uh it's too bad uh just speaking of kid shows that you know in the the realm of tolerable or ones that i'll watch with my kid when my kid was younger, it was uh, Yo Gabba Gabba oh, yeah. and uh, Imagination Movers were okay. those were those were good shows. If you can find those for your daughter, I mean, I, you know, we those were if they were on, I was like, yeah, you know, this is cool. Like we can I, I can get on board with this. But <laughs> well, you know what I tried? To, you know what I, I tried to play for her uh, yesterday was Fraggle Rock, the new Fraggle Rock. And I uh, she. Would yeah, not, she would not have we. We tried, we tried the new and the original one, and yeah, my my son was just not into it. Yeah. Like, I I feel, I feel it's very like you know, it's a nostalgia thing for us. But yeah, 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 the, yeah he was just like, I I don't know what this is, and I don't want to watch it. So <laughs> that's kind of how she was too. I was like, I was like, but it's Muppets, and she's like, no, <laughs> like yeah. I was like, just try, it's Muppets. Look, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, she we matched. we had we had different like Muppets are still a thing, but uh, like we. In the eighties, it was different. Like, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. sure, they, yeah, they were a lot more popular. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I agree. <laughs> but anyway, um, so let's see what else we got here. Oh yeah, well, I, I never answered this question. So split say, right? I'd be mm. okay with it. I think it depends on how many kids you have, right? And like your situation. Like, I think. Part of what's going to make my upcoming vacation a lot easier is that we're going to always have people with us, right? So, like, we're always going to have grandparents there, too. So, like, that kind of takes, like, some of the the pressure <laughs> off, too, because you have extra help, you know? The the adult-to-child ratio needs to be high enough. Yeah, exactly, yeah, because that makes things <laughs> a little bit easier, you know what I mean? You're not as stressed, yeah. like, trying to pack everything up and, like, deal with the kid at the same time or, like, you know... if you And if you have yeah. a longer trip, too, where you have, like, some down days in between, like that's not a big deal then. Like if you have a down day, like, and that's right when your split stay is. Yeah. Heck yeah. I'll do that. That's no problem. Like, you know, but I don't know. I think it just depends on everybody's individual situation. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's see if we can answer Julie's question here. Um, what was your favorite or what's your favorite park merchandise that makes you smile when you see it, use it or wear it? Hmm. Hmm. That's a tough question. Did, merchandise is not so. Yeah, I mean that's a tough question because the merchandise is constantly changing. You know, it's like well, I, I think for me, I think specifically I have a Chewbacca mug okay. that I use every day, and like I, I I drink tea for for work every day, and I use that mug, and yeah, sure, 
it, it it's not like I'm not like fawning over it every time I see it, but it's just like yeah, I'm just I'm happy to use it and I'm just like every like I'll just look at it and I'm like, yeah, I like this mug. Like it's <laughs> yeah. That that's as far as it goes. So yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, I, you know, for me, it's funny. I, I didn't really have a good answer to this. And then I thought to myself, wait a second. This just happened to me the other day because I was in the airport. I was I, I just had flown back from a work trip. And I saw um, a family and there were two kids just wearing the classic like Mickey ears on, just like mm-hmm. in the airport. And that just made me smile. You know, like that just was like, oh, that's cool. They're either coming back or they're going, which I think they were coming back because I when did I see them? I think I saw them at baggage claim. So I think they just got back, but um, yeah, I don't know, man. That It's just like, I know it's a, just a kind of a lame answer, but um, I don't know. I thought it was, I, I, th- that always kind of makes me smile, you know? Yeah, no, that that's fair. I, I get what you mean. You know, when you know that somebody's just like, either they're on their way or they've just come back from a trip and you see, you know, yeah. Mickey ears are, are pretty obvious sign of that happening. Yeah, yeah, I, exactly. I can see that. Yeah. By the way, by the way, did, speaking of mugs, did you see this Country Bear Jamboree Big Al mug that came out? No. I didn't put this on the the rundown, but it's a, first of all, it's a fifty dollar mug, but it looks huge. Like, <laughs> well, the, and it's, the 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 Chewbacca one I have is huge too. Big. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it also this is very detailed. I just sent you the link in the chat, but it's uh, right. yeah. If you guys haven't seen this, just Google. Uh, Big Al Disney mug and it'll come right up. Uh it's pretty oh, wow. It's pretty great. It's pretty detailed. Um although I don't really know how you there's no like handle on it really. I guess you just pick it up like you'd have to two hand it. I mm, no, not with <laughs> <laughs> It comes with a little hat yeah, too. Like, it's got a little hat for some reason. <laughs> is is that really a mug? Like it's it says it's a mug. I guess the you take the hat off and the there's an opening in there. This picture doesn't show the inside, but yeah, that that looks more like a like a like a cookie jar than a mug. Yeah, that's what it says. I mean, yeah, I guess yeah, it's it's small enough to be a mug, but like, are you are you holding it by his ear or like, that's what I'm saying? You got to two hand this yeah. thing. It's way too big. So yeah, no, I no, that's yeah, that's not a mug. That's not a mug. You've officially ruled that's not a mug. Yeah, it, it, it could be a cup, but it's not a mug. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't believe that's a mug. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. So let's let's answer Chris's email here. Yeah. So uh, Chris Chris emailed us and said, "Hi guys, great show. I do like the banter. Keep it coming." So I have this issue. I have a Disney Plus account, and Disney found it to be a great idea to set up all the Disney accounts to a single logon uh, login. Uh, DVC Disney Plus Disney Experience. Etc. It sounds great, but my daughter was away with her grandparents for a few weeks this summer and asked for my Disney Plus login. Now I now had to give her my single sign on DVC password, so technically she can log into my DVC account and cause harm. Now Disney Plus does support uh, profiles in in Disney Plus, but they all use the same login. Have you had this issue? Found a way to resolve it? Uh, so this issue has come up because you know, I mean, I don't know if we're allowed to admit that we password share with other people, but, mm. um, you know, I won't say anything. Yeah, whatever. But if you, if you were to password share, I think the best thing you could do is create a separate, use a different email address or create another email address and use that as your email address for Disney plus and keep it totally separate. Yeah. That would, or, or for DVC either, you know, whatever. I, I, I mean, that's the only thing I can think of because I don't believe they allow you to have different passwords. 
I, the thing is, I do like the idea of having one password for all of the Disney things, right? Like, I, I feel like it would be fr- – because Disney has so many login – like, things you can log into now that I feel like I would have a problem if I, I – you know, I have this problem at work. Like, every system I have, I have to have a different password for, and you just – you lose track of stuff, you know, like I like the idea of one login for all of the Disney stuff. It's just an overall Disney account, but I see why this is a problem though, too. And it would be nice if they had a feature where they, you could say for just Disney plus, this is my password, but they probably also won't do that too. Cause they don't really want your password sharing. So. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, the, on the whole, the whole single sign on thing, I think, you know, with that, uh, I, multi-factor authentication needs to be a thing if they're going to do that because you need to be able to you know if you're signing on to so many different things with a single password it needs to be protected and, th- and this is what, what chris is saying is you know if you if you give out or if the password gets given out or compromised for one thing li- like you know um that can get into another gvc yeah yeah li- like it, it leads it leads to a bigger problem so I, what I think, and I've seen other services do this. So, so like Spotify does this where you have a, you have a family network and it oh, would yeah. be nice if, if, if Disney offered something similar where it's like for Disney plus, you can, you can have a group of people that you all designate as, you know, these, these like not just the profiles, but you know, these people or you know, these accounts all have access to the same Disney plus to that end, you know, to solve this particular issue that Chris is talking about. Um, yeah, I think you can go back into your Disney plus and you can change the email address and then you can change the password individually. So then, yeah, like you were saying, Tom, you keep, you keep Disney plus separate from the rest yeah. of it. And I believe, yeah, that that's actually what we did was we, we set up a, uh, or the way I do it is you, you can do this trick with Google or specifically with Google accounts where if you add, so like you have your, 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 your actual Gmail address, but, but if you do like a, like your name and then the plus sign, and then you can put something else behind it at gmail.com that's treated as like for another site it's treated as a unique email address. But from Gmail standpoint, it all goes to the same email account. So like I've set up different things like, like PayPal and Disney plus and stuff. And I use like my username plus, and then I put a separate phrase after it at gmail.com. And so I know where, so like the emails coming in, I'll come to my main email box, but I technically have, or the, the services see them as separate accounts. And that's what we did for, for Disney plus was um, like, cause my wife and I, um, you know, say, same thing. We, we we use ours, and you know, we could password share, and that's fine. But my son has access to it as well, and we we've had the same kind of thing come up, where it's like, you know, I don't want to give him my my Disney account. So exactly, yeah, um, yeah. So so we we've made we I specifically went in and I configured it as a separate, or it's a separate login, or it's that specific login with a separate password, and then that way, you know, if anything does happen. Um, I can cut it off easier than, you know, completely turning my, my Disney stuff upside down. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I think we think that's the best, that's your best option. I think that yeah, they make some changes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you can do for now until they figure something out with profiles or, you know, multiple accounts. Yeah. Yeah. 
I seem to remember them saying they were working on two-factor authentication, but I feel like that was a long time ago. Um, I mean, and they do have no. the thing when you log into your account, it does send you an email, but that's not two-factor authentication. But no, no, they they need they need proper like it. Yeah, it shouldn't be that hard to set up two-factor authentication yeah. at this point, but it's. It's a matter of them implementing it on the back end, which I get, you know, th- sorry, Disney's IT is not the best, and we all know that. So Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, do you want to go ahead and do our ad? Yeah. Uh, this week, our sponsor is Monero. So Monero, a world of DBC companies, the industry leader for financing DBC resale contracts. Monero offers lending with the longest terms available at 12 years, the option of no credit check, instant approval, low down payments, and no prepayment penalties. If you're thinking of purchasing a DVC contract on the resale market, go check out their quick online quote first. You may be surprised just how affordable joining DVC can be. Go to monerafinancial.com or call 317-245-8800. When you speak to them, be sure to let them know that Welcome Home sent you. All right. We don't have a ton of news this week. Uh, you know, it's really it's like we said earlier. It's it's very much a slow news week, and I, I think I think they're saving a lot of stuff for D twenty three. Yeah, like that's well, what we have here is the announcement of the announcement. <laughs> yeah, the announcement <laughs> that there's going to be announcements. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So they just announced that uh, Disney Parks experiences products. Uh, they the, what their plans are for D twenty three. Um, so I, you know, I think the big one is going to be with, uh, Josh Giamaro at, uh, September 11th at 10.30 AM. Um, now that's 10.30 AM. I'm assuming it doesn't say Pacific time, but I'm assuming it is because it's in California. It'll right? be Pacific because this is all happening in yeah. the, uh, Anaheim convention center. So yeah, I'm assuming that they mean, yeah, I, that's, that's what my guess would be. So, um, but you know, they said presents in his presentation is called the boundless future Disney parks experience of products, you know. And it just says, uh, see, see it here first moments and special surprises. Okay. Whatever that means. Um, they also, you know, mentioned to, uh, behind the scenes glimpses at Tiana's Bayou Adventure, Transformation of Epcot, new frozen themed experiences, and then, uh, Disney Cruise Line, uh, live entertainment and more, uh, at the pavilion. So, you know, that's going to be at the pavilion. But I, I, listen, I, it's funny because I remember like two or three years ago, there was um like right when Disney Plus came out, there was somebody. There was one of the one of the groups on Facebook was like spreading the rumor that Disney was going to announce a new park, and then they didn't, and they were like, "Oh, well, they must have pulled back on it like last minute or something like that." You know what I mean? Like they mm-hmm. people get their hopes way way too high for these things, right? Like I do think that they'll probably announce some future stuff. I don't think it's going to be a new park. I just don't think that's happening, and I, I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. So, well, but I thought. Uh, so you're, you're talking a new park in Florida, though. Yeah, Disney right? World, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Maybe so, Disneyland. Sorry, I mean, yeah, maybe Disneyland, yeah. yeah. I mean, so so remember we talked a while ago, there was that webpage that came up talking about yeah. the future of of Disneyland and the basically expanding the park beyond um, or around where the hotels sit right now, which are, are technically like on the outside of downtown Disney. Yeah. Um, the concept art from that looks like um, – uh, that does look like a whole new park or, or somehow maybe combining Disneyland and California adventure together into one giant park. Like, like the, the thing is, is that that's a little bit different because it's not like, Oh, we're going to go somewhere else and build another gate. And yeah, this is yeah. a new park. It looks like it's all being layered on top of what's already there. 
Um, well, so I mean, yeah, you know, I, I think yeah. I, I get the feeling that that this is going to be talking more about that because I feel there's a roadmap for that, and we haven't heard about it in a while. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if there is more of a focus on expanding Disneyland right now. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, one other thing. Um, sorry, we. So you mentioned the the panel on September 11th at 10:30. D23 actually runs from September 9th to September 11th. So, yes. so there will be, um, you know, that they, they will have the 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 convention center. There will be the booths and everything. This is just the panel where they're talking about, um, like the the future stuff. That you're going to see a whole bunch of news and information come out from what's available from the ninth to the 11th on the show floor and everything. So um, yeah. just keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like as yeah. far as Disney park stuff goes, like the 10th, uh, the, the ninth and the 10th, they're going to have, they're doing a, a panel on the society of explorers and adventures, which is cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which is a, you know, very, very cool Disney lore right there. Um, but then they're also doing like a, a peek behind the curtain at Walt Disney Imagineering illusions and special effects development lab. That sounds like it would be cool. Um, and then they have a Marty Sklar thing. And then uh, they have some like behind the scenes on the Disney wish. Obviously the big thing here though, is going to be, is going to be the, uh, the, the panel going through like, uh, you know, everything with uh, the new stuff at the parks. Right. So like, or updates on what's already there. I mean, I, I really don't think we have any idea what's going to be announced. I mean, I do think, like you said, uh, and you know, there's some rumors obviously around Disneyland, what's going to happen there. I think we're probably going to hear more about Tomorrowland. I do think, there, there's going to be some new announcements of of whatever's next at, at Disney World. I just, yeah, I keep seeing people ask the question in the group. Was like, oh, well, Universal is building a new park. What's Disney going to do? Are they going to build another park? And I just think the answer is no. Like, I just don't think that they are that worried about that. Like, I don't think it's, that that it's like, oh, they're building a park, so we got to build a park then. Like, I just, it's not. That's not how they operate. I just don't see it happening. So, and and, and in terms of you know. Sorry, from a business and timing standpoint, yeah, you know it, it's been well known for a while that Universal's building a park. Yeah, if Disney turned around and built a park now, like, like everyone's like, well, well, you know, Universal's doing something. Disney has to match it. No, they don't, they don't and they don't, they don't want to. They no. they absolutely don't want to play that game. It, you know, here's the thing that people forget about too: Universal's still behind Disney. If, if you want to just look at sheer amount of parks and space that that Disney has. Yeah. Disney is so far ahead of Universal, it, just in terms of um, available land and what they've oh, done yeah. with it so far. Like, like you yeah. know, okay, great. Universal's opening a third park. Well, Disney still has four parks. Yeah. Like, why? Disney well, it, Universal it, says they have four with with Volcano Bay, but if you're going to play that game, then Disney. No, but but <laughs> like, then, yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah if, if you're counting water parks, yeah, it's it's four versus six. Yeah, exactly. So. You know, you know, there has to be two more parks built by Universal before Disney, you know, if, if we're playing just that game, yeah. you know, that's the point where Disney needs to go, oh, well, you know, we need to build another park. But, you know, with all that said, you know, Disney has a massive amount of land and I know everyone's like, well, they can just build as many parks as they want. Yes, they, they can, but they're not, they're not going to waste their time just building another gate because, you know, Universal's doing the same thing down the road. Yeah, I, this that's not really how like it's it's done anymore, right? Like there was some one-upmanship yeah. that went on during like the Eisner year, Eisner years, right? Like like there was a lot of people that said Hollywood Studios was built specifically because 
to 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 one up uh universal before they even got open right and and that was you know it's possible that's true i mean that's seems to be what was out there and and that was the thing but i think i said we said this on a previous show right like i think we're at a point now where where there's not like that kind of competition between them where they're like oh you open this i'm gonna open this it's more of like hey whatever brings people to Orlando. Great. <laughs> like, cause yeah. you know, some, a lot of people are going to jo- go just to Disney. A lot of people are going to go just to universal. A lot of people are going to go to both. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's how it is. Right. And, and Disney has its audience and that's, and that, and universal has its audience. And I mean, I don't, as we said before, like a new park is not going to be like, Oh, I'm only going to universal now. I'm never going to Disney again. It might mean that, Hey, I'm going to go to universal this time because I want to check out the new park. But, you know, if you're just going for Nintendo, right? Like, Trevor, you're going to tra- travel down and go see the Nintendo Land, right? But, like, mm-hmm. you're not going to plan your entire trip as a Universal trip. You're going to go one or two days to Universal and then do the rest of Disney, right? Like, Yeah, like, you're, you're <laughs> right. It's, it's, it's going to be th- – that's exactly the point. So, you know, I, I have very specific things that I want to see. The, the challenge that Universal has is that – and Universal and Disney both have this challenge is that, you know, the, the questions that they're asking is how do we bring people into the parks? Not, you know, do we build something new? And, and and the answer to how do we bring people into the parks is not just which attraction will bring them in. It's what brings them in, what keeps them here, what, you know, yeah. what's interesting to people. Yeah, right. Absolutely. And, and, um, you know, and, and that's, that's from a whole bunch of different aspects, all things that we've talked about on the show, you know, you know, it's food, it's merchandise, it's, shows it's rides it, it's yeah. yeah it's all of those things and, and and exactly to your point about me is that you know yeah universal they've grabbed my attention you know i like nintendo i'm a big gamer you you guys all know that i do like harry potter i'm not there that alone was not enough to bring me there those two yeah. things are enough to bring me there and 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 the thing is is that like you said i'm gonna go there i'm gonna check it out i don't I don't expect that I'm going to fall in love with it the same way I did Disney because yeah, yeah. the these Disney and Nintendo like these things in my mind they all exist in different sections of my mind and they have different um like D- Disney is is something that you know I it, it has a lot of nostalgia for me Super Nintendo World won't have that nostalgia, even though I have Nintendo nostalgia. Um, you know, unless unless they keep expanding it, and and you know, sorry, I'm I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna quote Damon here a little bit, or I'm not gonna quote him, but I'm gonna I'm gonna invoke the spirit of Damon a little bit here. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's kind of the same thing as like saying you know you know Disney to Gravity Falls slash Amphibia, you know, all those things that Damon talks about that. You know, they're not necessarily mainstream. I'm kind of the same way about Nintendo. Like, I get, you know, people like, you know, I like Mario. Mario's good, but I'm really a Metroid fan. Like, you know, if they if they yeah. brought up Metroid stuff, I'd be like, whoa, hold on. Like, let's, you know, you know, I want to see this. And this isn't a Nintendo land. It's a Mario land. Like, it's, you know, yeah, it's, it's all it's su- Super, super yeah. Nintendo world is like the Mario universe, which right because of how Nintendo structured things, you, you can have crossovers. And like, so there is a, you know, you know, you can get Donkey Kong in there. Like they have a Mario Kart thing, which kind of crosses a bunch of different IPs, but yeah, it's, it's primarily Mario with, you know, supporting characters. Whereas the stuff that I like, I like that, but 
that's not going to be enough to keep me there. Like there's a lot of other Nintendo IPs that I would love to see that I know I'm not going to see built into a land at any point. Yeah. So I will go and see that, but it, that's not good. You know, like you said, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll get my fill of it and then I'm going to go right back to Disney because, you know, Disney, Disney holds a different place in my heart than anything universal has to offer right now. Yeah. Yeah, and I, yeah. I, I don't think that's something you could just create either, right? Like there's there's a certain like there's a certain vibe that you get from both places that's just different, right? And I, I think it's because they're targeting different audiences, right? Like Absolutely. Disney Disney would never build the Velocicoaster because it's just not what they do, right? Like they don't build stuff like that. Like they don't build super, you know, high intensity rides. I mean, they build high intensity rides, but ones that in in a way that everybody can ride. You know what I mean? Like yeah. And and that's it's just a different audience. They're trying to do different things, and that's fine. Like, and I think that's why at this point they both realize that there's you know both of them realize that there's there's kind of a a, a nice uh, balance that they have going. It's the more people in Orlando, the better for all, right? So, and that's that's uh you know I, that's why I don't think anybody should have their hopes up that they're going to announce a new park here. I just don't think that that's going to happen. And and listen, even if they did, you're talking five years at least. Because this, you know, if they were oh, yeah. break, they, they haven't even broken ground on anything. Like, so, you know, like you're talking minimum of five years before we even saw an, uh, an opening, you know? People forget, like, like when was when was um, Galaxy's Edge announced? I want to yeah. say like 2015 or 2014 or something like that. Yeah. It took them just like, five and, years just to build Avatar. I mean, like that took like yeah, five years. Like, like, yeah, yeah that, that's exactly it. Like, I, I remember... Um, I remember I watched a, a YouTube channel like when when they announced Galaxy's Edge um there was there was a a channel that um they were it, this was in Disneyland they you know they were like watching the construction of it because the thing yeah. was is it was like right outside of 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 Frontierland and they, and they had a lot of it walled off so you couldn't see anything but they would actually go out to the parking structure because the parking structure um, for Disneyland was like behind, like it could see back towards where, where Frontierland was. So you could actually see yeah. a lot of the construction that was going on. So they were, they were filming, you know, as it was going on. And, and I remember like, I would, I would go and watch it every once in a while. And you know, the, this, uh, um, they, and I think they were like recording it every week, but it was like years of them going out there every week checking it out. And, and and I remember some of the videos are like, okay, from last week to this week, well, they moved that pile of dirt and <laughs> yeah. um, there's, you know, I, I think, you know, they brought in some, some construction materials and it's like, yeah, guys, like, like just because they announced something here, like it's not going to be open next week. Yeah. So, well, you know, to your point, I looked so, it up. Galaxy's Edge was announced August 15, 2015, opened August 29, 2019. That's four years. It took for a land with two rides. So like, yeah. you know, you're talking a full park with that has transportation needs and has, you know, be starting from scratch at least 5 years. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, it, and yeah, that that's exactly the point. So so anything anything we get out of D23 here, you know, it's it's going to be long term and, and anyone going into it, you know, I can't wait for them to announce the next gate that 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 they're opening. Not going to happen. I I don't care. I, I like right now. I really don't care. I I'm more interested. You know, you know the things that we talked about here. You know, you know the, they're talking about the the Tiana stuff for Splash Mountain. You know, 
I want to see that. I'm, I'm, I'm really curious about that because, yeah, you know, it's, it's an upgrade to an existing ride, but it also gives, you know, we talked about previously, it gives an opportunity for, for, you know, Disney to integrate some new tech into their, their existing parks. Um, Tomorrowland is another one. Tomorrowland is, uh, both in Florida and in Disneyland is in huge need of, of some revamping. And again, you know, you know, if this, and it stands to turn into a similar exercise to what happened with galaxy's edge where, you know, it's months and months of construction and all that. But, um, I'm more interested in, in those kinds of things because, you know, just building something new and not fixing up what's there and not improving what's there. Um, this goes back to, you know, what keeps me coming to Disneyland or Disney world, right. Is, you know, if they need to put some love into the existing areas, it's not always about just building something new. Well, and that was what I I believe it was Bob Chapek said at the time, like years and years ago, it might, it might've been somebody else running the parks, but they had said, we're not focused on building another park. We're focused on adding to and improving what we have already. Right. And that makes sense from a business perspective, but also makes sense. Like you said, you want, you want to update those things, right? You like, you want those things to be better. And, and, you know, I I wouldn't be shocked if we saw Tomorrowland overhauls for both, both sides of the, of the coast, right? Like I I wouldn't be surprised if we saw it for both parks Um, because, you know, I, I do think that they need to do something with Tomorrowland and, you know, with Tron coming up, I mean, you know, that's a good announcement. And I I actually do think by the way, at D23, we are going to get a Tron uh, open date. Um, I, I'm, they're just too close to being done. And I feel like that's a big announcement. They can make at D23. So I just get that feeling that we're going to get the date. I'm, I'm so hopeful that it's before November 5th. Yeah, I will see. But, but by the way, so I, I was also just, I was looking back at that, at that article too. So, you know, we, just to, just to point this out, right. So galaxy's edge was announced in August. They didn't even start construction until April. So there was there's a whole eight months until they started construction after they announced it. So like it yeah. just the stuff just takes but, time and billions and billions of dollars. And I just they're not gonna do it. <laughs> like they're just not gonna do yeah. it. So stop hoping for the next gate. It's not gonna happen. They're gonna they're gonna keep adding on to the parks. And like I said, I do expect announcements, and I will be watching this. I do expect you know, many announcements of, you know, here's what's next, here's what we're gonna build. But also remember too, like They've announced stuff at D23 many times that they've later had to cancel, you know? And mm-hmm. remember, there was a theater coming uh, to, uh, to to Magic Kingdom. They were going to build a new theater. What happened to that? That got canceled, disappeared. Uh, the Mary Poppins section, that's on hold. You know, like, hopefully we'll hear some things that we, th- some updates on things that were previously announced that maybe are coming back into the mix now that Disney's recovering from the pandemic and is in a better place. And they can start reinvesting in the parks and investing in new things. But they're not going to do it because Universal is doing it. Yeah. And, by the, and, the, and I, I said this earlier. So, so the whole point of this is these are roadmaps. So for anyone that doesn't, you know, yeah, do roadmaps, you know, you know, the whole point of a roadmap is you plan out what you're going to do over a period of time. But exactly to your point, Tom, roadmaps change all the time. Like, like anything that we see pencil. announced, it's written here, in pencil. Yeah, <laughs> it's you know, you know, it's it's them just saying, you know, hey, this is what we have planned, and you know, exactly like you said, you know, some of sometimes the plans, you know you know, monkey wrenches come in, they can't do it for whatever reason, or they just shift gears and decide to focus on something else. So, um, you know, I'll be happy to see what comes out of this and the things that are closer, like, like, you know, the Tiana stuff, you know, that that's becoming real. Like it's, it's closer to reality now. So, um, 
yeah, obviously those kinds of things will happen, but you know, something where they're like in the next five years, we're going to do this. Uh, let's revisit that again in two years and see where it actually is. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I mean, I, I wouldn't be shocked if they don't announce. I mean, I guess I'd be a little shocked if they announce nothing new uh, for, for Disney world. Right. Cause like at this point we, there's like, we know all the stuff that's coming, right? Like we know that they're building, uh, you know, they're building a, the, the, the whole middle part of Epcot is ripped up, right? Like we know what they're doing there. Uh, we know they're building Tron, but, but outside of that, we don't know anything else, right? Like we, we, but we, yeah, there's still some question marks even for Epcot of what that's going to look like. I mean, they well, recently re-announced kind of like what that's going to be now, but you know, no, I mean, I mean, there, there's that, but the, like there was that whole other pavilion that we oh, haven't heard pavilion. anything about. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they'll give an update on that. Cause there was just a permit filed for that. We didn't really talk about this, but there was a permit filed for, for the play pavilion. Um, so I don't know. Maybe we'll get an update on that. You're right. Uh, you know, maybe we'll, we'll hear more about it. We'll have to see. It's going to be an interesting panel, but I, I just, I just don't want people to go in with the high expectations of, of new park or, new, you know, fifth gate. I just think mm-hmm. the, the better expectation is what, what's going to be new at the parks. What the, what do they plan to do in the future? Like, that's what I think we're going to get. Um, and I, but I don't know what that's going to look like. I really don't. I mean, there's some rumors out there, but, you know, they've every time they do these at D23, we always get a lot of stuff that we did not see coming. Right. So mm-hmm. a, a lot of stuff that's just, and, you know, I don't know where there, there were no rumors or that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. The, the one thing that I would caution everyone to be aware of, speaking of rumors, is, you know, we're obviously speculating here ourselves. Sure. Which yeah, of course we do. But um, you will find leading up to this kind of thing there is certain places and and, you know we we know some of them (laughs) that will post rumor articles and they'll post you know you know you know bob's going to announce this thing at you know you know we got an inside source that it's going to be announced at d23 and i would just you know like it's kind of like april fool's day i guess you know you know any any announcements the days before D23, I would take with a heavy grain of salt. Oh, for sure. Because, um, yeah, there will be a lot of rumors and speculation and whatnot that comes out of it. Um, you know, we, again, we, we love to, to wildly speculate, but I also do like to, to, you know, keep myself somewhat grounded yeah, sure. <laughs> in terms of, you know, you know, d- like, like you're saying, Tom, you know, don't expect the world. Don't expect they're going to just suddenly like, you know, produce a new park and, you know, it, you know, answer every IP dream that we've ever had. Right. Like it's, yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah. That's yeah. The, the, that's not what D 23 is about. Yeah. I, I just, you know, I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be, going to be interesting to see what happens, yeah. but I, I just, I, you know, like you said, I just don't want people to have, to have these crazy expectations of what's going to be just because universal is building another park. Doesn't mean that Disney needs to counter with another park. They just don't, you know, it, they just don't. And they, and they won't. So like, I mean, they, they may eventually build another park, but I, mean, I yeah, I, I just think, don't see it. Yeah. I, I think Disney does have, they have their own plan and timelines for this stuff. And yeah, like, like you said, you know, they, they're more interested right now in, you know, th- there's no point in building a new park if the rest of the parks are beaten up and run down. Yeah, sure. Exactly. Because they're, because what will happen there is it, it'll create a massive imbalance, which they don't want either. Because you'll have everybody wanting to hit up this new park and the rest of the parks will be empty. Yeah. They got to so, do a lot of stuff at once. Yeah. Yeah. So so they, they want to make sure that the, the rest of the parks are in a good place 
and are, you know, you know, relatively busy themselves and, you know, force people to make choices because, um, yeah, that that's, it's not in, in um, D- Disney doesn't want to be in the same boat that, uh, um, Universal was, you know, they, they learned that lesson when they, when Universal opened that Hagrid coaster, right. That, you know, all you heard about for the first little while was, you know, eight hour waits for a ride. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, and, you know, it would be even worse if they opened a new gate. It's, you know, you know, people are waiting to get in or, you know, it's that capacity, you know, multiple days in a row and Disney, Disney doesn't operate like that anymore. Like that they, they want, like, that's why we have all of the virtual queue stuff and, and, you know, the, the reservations and everything is, you know, Disney wants to, they, they want people in the parks, but they want them balanced between the parks. They don't want it heavy to one side or the other. So yeah, it's, it's one of those things that, uh, yeah, I, I think whatever comes out of D23, it's for the next little while, it's going to be a lot of improvement projects. You know, I'm, I'm expecting some new ride announcements. I'm not expecting any like, I can't see them building a new land even for the next little while. Yeah, I like, can see that. Yeah. I mean, because I, I don't yeah. even know where they go next, right? Like, I don't, I don't, I mean, maybe they do, right? Because, but they can't do anything with Marvel. Like, we know this, right? Like, they, they, they basically have done all they can do with Marvel at Disney World. Now, there's lots more well, they can do with Disneyland, but, you know. So, so here's something interesting about that. I, I saw a thing where, so, so X-Men is, uh, is a Marvel IP that for a long time has been owned by Sony. And so this applies to the movies though. So, so I'm kind of, I, I'm going X-Men to speculation. Was X-Men was Fox or sorry. Yeah. But that's Fox. What about Fox. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so all the, all the, um, uh, rights or, or so the, the agreements that they had for the actors for X-Men, yeah. those have all been transferred to Disney now. So meaning that, that, you know, Disney can, or they can, um, wrap the X-Men into, or, or like they're, they're working to wrap X-Men into the larger Marvel universe now, right? The, the, the Marvel cinematic universe. I, think I that's just the movies though. I, I don't think they can correct do still. Yeah. But yeah, but, but that, but that's, but this is the thing is that, you know, if they're doing that on the movie side, um, I wouldn't be surprised if Disney is doing some positioning on the, uh, the theme park side as well, because, you know, they, they don't, like, like you, you know, we know this about Disney. You know, you know they, they don't factor in, you know, we're just going to create a movie and that's it. You know, they want to have the merchandise tie-ins. They want to have the theme park tie-ins. They want to, like, they want to do all of that stuff. I wouldn't be, the fact that there has been some focus on that, I wouldn't be surprised if they're, you know, the deal right now with Universal around, you know, s- those certain Marvel IPs, I'm sure that they can reach a negotiation with, and they may even find a way that they can do it, um, you know, they, they can do certain Marvel stuff on the East coast. And, and again, like, cause the thing is, is right now it's Spider-Man and the X-Men that show up at universal. Right. I think we got Hulk too, right? Is Hulk still there? Is it, I think so. I, yeah, I don't, again, I, I don't remember cause I don't go there or yeah, I haven't been there in way too long, but they, um, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Disney, is, like I said, this is part of the whole like housekeeping and them trying to, you know, get get things better for what they have right now is that if if they are ma- if they manage to, you know, if they've got the, the cinematic stuff, 
they work in the the um theme park um rights that they can start you know x-men and stuff can start showing up in disney parks um i wouldn't be surprised if they like the the next thing could actually be like an avengers campus on the east coast yeah, I mean, but, it, they gotta yeah. they gotta figure that out, right? Like, so that's that's the yeah. big thing is, and but interestingly enough, like at this point, Disney owns like a good amount of the IP that's within Universal, right? Like, they they own all the Marvel stuff, they own you know the Simpsons, which is a part of Universal, right? Like, there's there's a mm-hmm. couple things that are in Universal. Like, I don't know if they could, you know, figure out some sort of agreement. I I would think at some point that they do really want to, um that they do want to, to, to get that, you know, fixed. Like they, they want to get those rights back at some point, but I, I don't know. We're going to have to see. I yeah. mean, who knows? Yeah. You, you just sparked a crazy thought in my head. Maybe Disney for Marvel. <laughs> well, no, no, the, no, maybe, maybe Disney doesn't need to compete with universal because if they eventually own Universal, that just becomes new parks. <laughs> well, apparently they had a yeah. They actually, I guess they had a a, a um a chance to buy the parks at one point, I think, and then chose not to. But yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just a funny thought is you know you know it's it's like oh yeah Imagine you know, that? yeah yeah they they just eventually become an entity that controls both, and then it it, it becomes like. Um, uh, what was it? So, so in Canada, for, for any of our Canadian listeners, there used to be um, a there used to be a um, an electronic store called Future Shop, and so they were and they were like Best Buy, right? Yeah, yeah. And so for the longest time, we had that, and then Best Buy started showing up in Canada, and we're like, okay, cool. You know, we have some competition there. But then what eventually happened was Best Buy actually bought Future Shop, so. You had there. There was a point where there was future shops next to Best Buys, and for those that were aware of it, it was like, well, you know, you're literally just competing with yourself across the street. Like, like you know, this is stupid, right? And yeah. and Future Shop eventually closed down, or like all the the locations closed down, and now there's just Best Buy. But uh, yeah, I mean, did, it would be funny, but also like it would be the same kind of thing if like Disney yeah. eventually got to the point where they own Universal. And it's like, well, you're just competing with yourself right but <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know that would be an interesting thing if it ever happened but i think they had a chance to do it i think it would be hard for them to do now because they're you know universal has grown so much it would be pretty pretty high price but then again they paid 80 billion dollars for fox and that was just for content you know so yeah who knows maybe they would be up for that if the the price was right right but yeah i mean you know we're going to have to see. I mean, all this is just us talking about the what's going to happen at D23, right? But like we really don't know. We exactly. we really don't know what that's going to look like. We don't know how that's going to shake out. Um so, yeah, we're going to have to we're going to have to see. I'm I'm interested. I'm I'm excited to watch it. I always like watching these events. Um and you know, you can you can watch a live stream of it, so that's what I'm going to do. Um but mm-hmm. you know, should be should be very interesting. So yeah, I'm, and, and let's, uh, so let's bring the focus back, I guess, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to segue this, you know, talking about upcoming things. Uh, oh, yeah. there was, uh, there was some concept art posted for the, um, journey of water attraction at Epcot. So we'll, we'll have this posted on the, uh, you know, when, when the, this episode goes live. And, um, so, so this is from Zach Ridley's Instagram as, uh, um, 
Tom loves <laughs> Tom loves finding everything on Zachary Lee's Instagram. He's the, he's like the only one that posts stuff anymore. So yeah, like the, he's yeah, like know, the the lead but, guy that that communicates from Imagineering at this point. So yeah, so so he posted um, the the picture is um, it, it it looks or it's explaining the water cycle. So that that's the whole point of the the water um, attra- the Moana water attraction is that it, they're actually trying to. You know, people people have said, you know, there's too much IP, but it's funny because this is kind of going back to edutainment. This is classic is Epcot that, to me, right? Like this. Yeah. Is, yeah. It's yeah. It, it So so they're explaining how, you know, you know, water moves through, you know, evaporating, you know, going up into the clouds, rain, you know, you know, coming down through oceans, rivers like, it, yeah, the, the full water cycle that that exists on Earth. But the cool thing is, is the way it's done is in the same um, design as um, like Moana and li- like how um, how Maui's tattoo um, is animated is I think that's the best way I can describe it. It's yeah, like, exactly. Uh, yeah, it, it's that, you know, it's, it's that Polynesian artwork that they're using, which, yeah, this is this is very cool. Yeah, I mean, and this is to be clear, right? It's not concept art of the actual attraction, right? It's and and the way mm-hmm. that Zach Ridley describes it, he said the image is a preview of the graphic style that will be used throughout the attraction, and I think that's a great way to to describe what this is, right? Like that's the it's the it's the style that they're going for, and you know, to me, like you said, this is this is classic Epcot. This is edutainment, right? This is teaching people about, and and he actually even says this in his post, right? Like he says, our team, let's see, wait. Our team created many original pieces that focus on the dynamic movement of water as it travels around the experience. Um, graphics like these will guide guests through the circle of uh, for, through the cycle of water in fun and engaging well, ways to tell the story of the vital link we share with water across the planet and the inspire and inspire the important role we all share in preserving this life giving and life sustaining precious resource. Like that is so Epcot right there. <laughs> like so yeah. to me, even though they're throwing a little bit of IP in here. It, and I've said this all along. Like I don't think it's overtly Moana. I think it's just they're they're styling it Moana in like that Moana kind of, you know, like they said, visual language, right? Like graphic style. Like that's kind of mm-hmm. how it is. But it's it, the attraction itself is is very Epcot and and not you know just a Moana attraction. Yeah. I don't know why I thought this was anything different because it's called Journey of Water, so I, we should have realized, I guess, that it was about the water cycle. But but, <laughs> but, but now but we he, know more. Here's, yeah. he, here's the funny thing: is you, you know everyone's saying you know oh slapping IPs on stuff is bad. Well, actually, IPs are a good way to get people's attention and to oh, get great. people in the door. And and this is exactly it. You know, we we've been focused so long talking about well, it's the Moana attraction. It's you know we were focused on you know what's this going to look like from you know the Moana movie. But they're, you know, they, they're using that as a gateway into conveying a larger message. And, and I think, yeah, you know, you know th- this, is, this is exactly what we want in Epcot is, you know, they start with, you know, you know hey, kids, you, you know, Moana, by the way, here's how we preserve, you know, the water cycle on our planet. Like, yep. <laughs> like yep. it's, it, this is how, this is how that should be done. I agree. I yeah. totally agree. I'm pretty psyched for this. I think this is going to be cool. And I think it's going to be a really neat, you know, just the way they've redone the whole entrance of Epcot, the idea of like just kind of walking over to this and walking through this as you walk through the park is mm-hmm. so great. And just so 
like I said, so perfectly Epcot. I, I, I really like that this is the thing that they're doing. And I, I mean, I've liked the things that they've, the changes that they've made in Epcot so far. I know not everybody loves uh, connections and, and uh, creation shot. Like I know not everybody likes those two, uh, the design of them. I think well, that they are very Epcot, <laughs> but like, yeah, you, know. you, you, you and I walked through them and yeah, you know, you know, sorry, anybody that disagrees, you know, I, uh, yeah, they're, they're awesome. I, I think I it's nice, the perfect yeah. update to Epcot. <laughs> yeah. Like I get like people were calling it like, you know, like really like, I see, I, I don't think it was plain at all. I, I just thought it was no, very, there was, yeah, there was a lot of detail. It was just very, it wasn't like, you know, if, if you're going to compare it to what mouse gears was, then sure. You know, <laughs> like, because I, mouse gears was cartoony and loud. And like, this is very, you know, a lot more subtle. You know, but go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I. So I, I think there's a bit of rose-colored glasses around mouse gears. Oh, of course. Um, yeah, of course. And, and you know, I've I've had this conversation with my wife too because you know she she liked mouse gears, but I told her I said I think you will actually like um uh the creation creation yeah creation yeah. shop better than mouse gears because you know mouse gears honestly was it was a lot of shiny fiberglass is what it was at the end of the day is, you yeah, know, there yeah. was a lot of, there was a lot of things in there that didn't really, you know, make like, yeah. So, so they, they took time to do like a molded fiberglass, like Mickey and stuff like that. You know, you still got a lot of that visual stuff to it, but it's a lot more comfortable shop. I yeah, found yeah. like, like it's much more open, you know, it's much more yeah, open. like, yeah. like mouse gears. I felt was, a, it was a little too, um, um, it was a little too much noise and vi- like actual noise and visual noise. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, uh, but you know, again, I think, you know, people have different tolerances for that. I think, uh, um, creation shop is, it, it, they found that good balance of, you know, you know, sorry, but when I, when I'm at Disney, I'm getting bombarded all day with things like, like visual noise and all that kind of stuff. If I'm, if I'm shopping, I don't need to be keep like, getting hit in the face with like, you know, here's, here's a big like Mickey sculpture and here's like, you know, I'm looking for merchandise. I like, I don't distract me. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I, I agree. guess is, is the way I say it. I, I get that. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, you know, I thought connections was nice too. There was a lot of really cool details. There was mm-hmm. some really, there was some really cool murals that were in there. I mean, yeah, it was super modern, the, but it's Epcot. Like, I, I mean, know. yeah. And the, the logos, the, uh, the um the design work for on the the ground like all that yeah there's yeah there's a lot of cool there's just as yeah Yeah. there's just as much that went into it there's just not it's not what people were used to is the biggest thing i get it yeah i get it all right so do we want to talk about the deli last thing on the list here Speaking of places changing, let's uh, move over to the boardwalk. <laughs> oh, good, another good transition. Um, I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we, we talked about the boardwalk deli a few episodes ago when they announced it, but now we're, we're, we're seeing some pictures of some food because this place is mm-hmm. going to open pretty quickly. And um, first of all, they got a breakfast sandwich here that looks pretty fantastic. A co- I mean, there's, there's, they mentioned a couple things here and everything bagel sandwich. This is what I expect out of a deli. A bagel breakfast sandwich, bacon, egg, and cheese. Like that's that's all you need, right? Like, and then mm-hmm. there's this um, there's this. Uh, I don't even know what this sandwich is right here. It's like it looks like the, a bacon, egg, and cheese on like a the top one there. But um, the plant based ciabatta sandwich is that a plant based Florentine? One? Interesting. Yeah, yeah, that looks yeah, good egg, though. Egg man. Florentine, plant based cheese, tomato jam, and arugula. Yeah, that's 
It looks, yeah, you're right. It looks really good. <laughs> yeah, it looks delicious. I mean, the bread, yeah. the bread at this place looks fantastic. And if you're gonna have a deli, mm-hmm. you got to have the bread, right? Like the bread is the most important part. So, um, yeah. you know, D- Damon talked before about the the muffaletta sandwich, which is not really a northeastern thing, but I'll allow it. It's fine. <laughs> but then you have an Italian sub. You know, good. Sorry, I don't even know what that is. So muffaletta, yeah. You just yeah. Google it. It's like um. <sighs> I, I mean, it has everything in here. It's a, it's I, talking. About, I don't even know how to spell that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got it's. But. It usually has like an olive tapenade thing on it, and like I don't know. It's it's not my favorite kind of sandwich, but okay. You know. But you know, like uh, some of the some of the stuff they have on here. I mean, you know, this is to me this is a perfect like lunch place if you're just looking to grab something, right? So mm-hmm. you know, like you got you got a classic Italian sub, which is great. Um, yeah. Warm pastrami Reuben. Yeah, Looks, so the pastrami uh, Reuben is like a classic of uh, of uh, New York and New Jersey delis of the northeastern delis. Yeah. yeah. So, and they look pretty stacked. I mean, if they're really going to look like this in real life, this is these are pretty stacked sandwiches. Um, which is yeah. good because <laughs> if you're going to do a deli sandwich, you gotta you gotta have a lot of the pastrami on there. Like that's that's a that's an important part. It's got to be stacked pretty high, you know. You don't cheap out on it. That's yeah, what I've heard. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yep, you you can't cheap out on it. You got to have it up there. Now, now, that's not my favorite, really. I'm not a big fan of uh, pastrami, but you know, a lot of people love that stuff. They got a roasted chicken sandwich. They got the classic mm-hmm. grilled cheese. I know Damon doesn't like cannolis as an Italian, which is crazy to me. But hand filled can- filled to order cannolis, heck yeah. Like that's that's awesome. I love that I can order cannoli and they fill it right there. Like you can't get any fresher than that, right? So, yeah. <laughs> uh, again, never. <laughs> Sorry, you, you're speaking a different language than me. You don't right do cannolis? <laughs> no cannolis? Come on. I don't. Well, I, I don't know where to find the stuff around here. Oh man. It's, it, for, Wait. So, have you ever had a cannoli, or just are you aware if, of cannolis existing? <laughs> I'm I'm aware of cannolis. I don't think I've ever had one. I I know. I'm trying to think. I, I think I've seen them like just actually, yeah, I've probably seen them at Disney. Yeah, yeah. At various points, but I've never like stopped to like have a cannoli. All right. You need to stop and have one. They're delicious. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, they are filled with a lot of uh, dairy based products. So that's that is yeah. an issue. But I, I, yeah. And I think that's part of it is that anytime I've seen them, it's like, nah, I don't need a bunch of cream or whatever it is. Yeah. But dude, so New Jersey, they're even calling it New Jersey crumb cake. We always call this coffee cake, right? So like that where okay. I go. Yeah. Now that's that's uh in that dessert, you know, the next uh next picture below the cannolis, the upper left hand yep. corner, that is coffee cake. I don't know if that is a thing that is everywhere. I assume it is, but oh man, it's one of my favorite things. <laughs> so good. I I feel like I we've we do get coffee cake around here, but I feel like it's probably not the same as what you're talking about because maybe maybe yeah it's you're yeah you're right i I think the problem is is that some of these things are very regional and you know if if disney can capture the right region it's uh yeah i'm sure it's going to be delicious and that's why this is perfect for the boardwalk because the boardwalk is based on on a new jersey and on atlantic city boardwalk right so like this is a thing you would find in that area right so good sorry what were you gonna say yeah, I would. I'm just. I keep getting drawn to these uh, cookies with the rainbow sprinkles oh, yeah. that yeah. just look ridiculous as yeah. well. <laughs> those are those look good. This 50th, 50th anniversary cupcake actually looks really good too. Yeah, um, yeah. That I don't know what's in it, but it looks really good. Um, it just says the 50th anniversary celebration cupcake. Um, but then there's brownie cheesecake. 
um, brownies, like cook, you know, cookies, cookies and cream cupcake. I mean, this place is just going to be filled with delicious baked goods and sandwiches, which is all the things I want to eat in my life. So, <laughs> like, this mm-hmm. is this is perfect for me. I love this idea, um, and I'm I'm so glad they're doing this. I think it's a perfect addition to the boardwalk. Um, exactly what you want there, and some you know some really great baked goods. I mean, you're going to have to, Trevor, you're going to have to have some crumb cake. You're going to have to have some cannolis. You know, you're really going to have to. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll convince the family we need to uh, stop over there once. Uh, over. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, th- this sounds like a good, uh, you know, you know, spend a morning or whatever at Hollywood Studios and then uh, swing over to Boardwalk and eat. Yeah. Yeah. That, that might be a good plan. Agreed. Agreed. So I'm excited yeah. for this. So, but but that's all we got this week. We should wrap this up. All right. I, I thought this was going to be like an hour episode, and of course, it never is. So, <laughs> well, I, I think because we kind of went down that rabbit hole about D23 and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, I think I think you know, for anyone listening, you know, we're we're itching for for news just as much as anybody else, and yeah, I think you know, we we just have to be patient here for you know, it's about a month out, and. Yep. Um, you know, we'll just have to wait and see what comes from D23. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure we'll get little dribs and drabs here before we get there of, of some interesting stuff, but you know, yeah, until then the big stuff is going to be all D23. So, yeah. So, all right. So I guess, uh, to start wrapping it up, I'll, uh, start by mentioning that you can always find us at welcome home podcast at gmail.com. Uh, keep those emails coming. Uh, we, we love hearing from you guys and we love, uh, you know, answering your questions and, uh, um, you know, just talking to you guys, it's, it's great. We have such a, a good community around this podcast now. Um, in that same vein, uh, you can always follow us on Facebook as Welcome Home Podcast, and you can uh, join the Facebook group, Welcome Home Disney Waitlist. Uh, I know we've had, we've had a couple of listeners that have joined that, uh, you know, listened to us for a long time and finally decided to pull the trigger and get in the group. And we, you know, we really appreciate that. And, uh, um, but that group is there for you guys. It's, you know, you know, it's for people to have conversations and to, you know, share things with one another and with us, you, you know, we, we love talking back and forth with you guys and keeping it respectful. Of course, I'm, I'm still impressed that, you know, for as big as our group is, there's not, there's not the drama that you see in so many other groups. So um, yeah, it's, it, it's pretty, pretty awesome. Um, also on, on other socials, you can always follow us on YouTube as Welcome Home Podcast and Instagram as Welcome Home Picks for any uh, times we're in the park. Um, you know, you'll you'll get those. Uh, you know, when we post pictures and live videos and stuff, you'll you'll be able to see that stuff. And then, uh, yeah, YouTube is also good. Like um, we we do need to start talking about when we're going to do our next live show, which I'm guessing oh, yeah. will be close to Halloween, and it's coming faster than we think. So that's a, that's uh, a valid point. <laughs> yeah, we'll 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 think about that. Um, but yeah, more on that later. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com and, you know, please check out our merchandise, uh, anything from the store, you know, it helps, it helps just keep the podcast going. And, uh, you know, you know, we've got mugs and t-shirts and stuff like that. Uh, if you want something a little different, you can go to patreon.com and check out our different, uh, levels of support on there that come with exclusive merchandise at, at uh, Patreon. And it, they also give you access to the discord server, which uh, is yet another way that we, we talk with some of our listeners. Um, if, if you do happen to like discord, you can come join us on there. And uh, yeah, also just as a side note, um, the, the shirt is still coming along that we've been talking about. Um, we're still, we're still in the design phase, but um, you know, as we, 
Um, as we get closer, we'll obviously give you guys details on when it's yep. going to be available and, and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, just keep an eye out for that. Last but not least, if uh, you're listening, whether it's on Spotify or iTunes, we would really appreciate a five-star review. Um, you know, one, we just, you know, five stars looks nice. Um, th- going to be honest, just <laughs> that's all there is to it. It does. It does but, yeah. but uh, no, it, actually, it's, it's, it's also that, you know, it helps more people find the podcast as well. Because, you know, I'm sure there's lots of people that have stumbled onto the podcast. And if you review it or leave a rating, you know, that helps more people find it the same way you did. Um, do we have any interesting iTunes reviews for this week, Tom? We do. Uh, although I'm a bit confused, I'm not going to lie. And I'm going to tell you why <laughs> okay. in a second. Okay. All right. Uh, the, our most recent review is from, uh, another Bob Gurr. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't know if this wow. is the Bob Gurr from last week's show who gave us a one-star review and they decided to change the review and the other one is just still sitting there, but Bob Gurr chimes in again. <laughs> says informative appreciate the weekly insights into the happenings across all things disney five stars so thanks other bob gurr i <laughs> i don't know what's the, going on with the, bob the, gurr. i think we have a multiverse problem here yeah it um, does feel mu- very strange to me mu- multiple bob gurrs uh, yeah there's you know, it's it's yeah, interesting though. I you know, I I this is you know, I'm reading this through like a, our third party that we use that aggregates all these things. When I go onto actual iTunes, there's only one Bob Gurr. So maybe the other one, I don't know. Maybe the other review he changed it to a five, or I don't maybe. know. Maybe yeah. I I don't know. Or the other one got deleted somehow. I don't know. All I know is that there are two reviews that are showing up. Two from Bob Gurr. One saying five stars. I like it one saying one star and it's lame so i don't know but <laughs> i'm i'm firmly blaming it on multiverse that's obviously what it is that's what it has yeah to be. so yeah, we, we we have a problem there and uh yeah somebody needs to solve that yeah somebody needs anyways to yeah if anybody's got any ties to a nexus being um would be appreciated or, or maybe or maybe bob Gurr just wants some attention i don't know maybe he's feeling yeah, not could feeling be. loved he just wants to be be loved uh anyway uh don't forget to subscribe to welcome home podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode you can find us on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, amazon music music student stitcher spotify just about any podcast app out there you can find us just search for welcome home look for you know the one that's disney the one that has the castle in it uh just a reminder to our listeners welcome home podcast is for entertainment only we are not employed by the walt disney company and as such all opinions we express in the show are our own so please consult a dvc representative or disney cast member for more information about anything we talked about today huge thank you to our sponsor monero financial for sponsoring this episode uh, and of course world of dvc uh for being our continued sponsor and and supporter uh, so please check them out for anything DVC. Join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion. Of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert Awal, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. When we hit a chair, how she can cuddle is no